you're listening to the Four Sides Podcast. And don't forget to tell all your little baby dork-ass friends to listen to the Four Sides Podcast, too. Otherwise, Warhorse is going to rule your ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Four Sides Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Carter, and we have the return of the fifth side of Four Sides. What's up, guys? How's it been? It's Noah Hudson. Noah, it's been a while. How you been doing, man? Uh, I've been doing good. Good. Good to hear. Um, We missed you on the last episode. We kind of talked about Zero One USA and stuff. I don't know if you got the chance to listen to that yet or not, but uh, you've been up there before with us, yep. so you kind of know what they're about and stuff. Yep. Uh, today, however, we're going to talk about the Anna Fi Underground, the big promised episode that I promised everybody. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how the show back in October went, and then we're going to talk about their next show. Yep. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's talk about what happened. Uh, there was a pre-show match. Pre-show match, yep. Uh, it was uh, Savion Ayers versus B-Rad for the Stride Legacy Championship. Yeah, Stride Legacy. So... Um, my some of my thoughts are already on Big Lee's world, so um, today I kind of like to get a little more of your thoughts. Yeah, so I'll feed off a little bit from your episode with Lee and how you talked about it. Uh, it was a good match, good opener. You know, crowd was kind of mellow. Yeah, you know, this is. I mean, it's the first match for a new promotion, so you don't know how the crowd's gonna act. Uh, I enjoyed it. I don't like V Rad. I don't care for him much. Just in the tactics, uh, tactics he uses. Right. Same, yeah. But, I mean, you got to do anything to get the win, and I guess that's what he did. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to Savion Ayers too. I really enjoy Savion. Yeah, me too. He's been putting in a lot of work, getting better, and I can't wait to see what he can do in the future. Same. Uh, so, kind of to open the actual show, uh, we have Zach come out, and he's gonna. I'm assuming he's going to cut some kind of promo yeah. and stuff. But uh, he gets attacked by the Skimahorns. Formerly known as Lethal Injection. Yes, formerly known as Lethal Injection. Um, so they attack Zach, and then Mikey comes out and makes the save. We get an impromptu tag team match for the actual show opener. It's Roscoe Eat Lisa versus the... Oh, or should I say the reuniting Roscoe Eat Lisa versus the Skimahorns. I enjoyed this match a lot. You know, uh, we've seen the Skimma Horns before down here at CCW. We've seen Roscoe at least. Uh, at CCW, they used to hold our tag belts. Um, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. You know, you have Mikey's wacky, exciting. I don't know. You just got to call it Mikey's way of wrestling. Uh, this is either my first or second time seeing... It was my second time seeing Zach wrestle. And I... I enjoy Zach. Really, star potential. Both him and Mikey, amazing star potential. Absolutely. You know, the Skimmerhorns were smart in the way of jumping Zach, but I don't. I didn't think they expected Mikey to pop out. And, you know, so the match, I enjoyed the match a lot. You know, you had Roscoe eat Lisa's just combination of their styles and the Skimmerhorns trying to take re-control of the match, and they just, they got it, and then they lost it and lost the match. Yeah, I mean, if you're in the Skimmerhorns position, though, you gotta kind of do what you can to get yourself on the card. And you know, if it's attacking Zach and it's attacking Zach, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're gonna be on the next show too, so uh, we're gonna see the rematch. So we'll we'll get to that later, mm -hmm. though. 
So, um, I thought this match personally was a, a good opener for just kind of getting the crowd fired up because like you said, during the pre-show match, the crowd was dead. Yes. And, and like you said, it's because it's a new promotion. You don't really know what to expect. So, um, you could say maybe some of them were just kind of sitting there and observing, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was kind of me. In that first match, you know, I was trying to get the feel of the crowd, you know. We had, I mean, and we're going to get to this later because it's a big implement of Mana Fight. We had the weapons the fans brought every, like, close to the ring. And it was just sitting down, you know, I was front row with our good friend Paul Hester. Oh, yeah, shout out to Paul. And we, we like I was talking to Paul during the first two matches, is that, you know, and we're going to get to the next match. It was kind of mellow, you know, just, eh. And yep. then it takes a turn for some people call it the worst. I say for the best when we got to see weapons, and we'll get more on that in the future. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, I was kind of, I guess I kind of got the wrong impression of it being like a, like an all weapons show. But mm-hmm. like, I kind of looked back on it after my podcast with Lee. Well, the podcast with Lee. I do not own Big Lee's World, by the way. That is Lee. But. Like, I can, I compared it to kind of like Game Changer Wrestling, how they have hardcore death matches and stuff, and then they have some regular matches. Yeah, like, that's... Uh, like, whenever I went down to Nashville, they had uh, Tony Deppin versus Rich Swan. That was uh, uh, nothing hardcore about that oh. match. It was just a straight-up, like, a fast-paced match, and, you know... Like, I kind of consider Anna Fight to be kind of our local Game Changer Wrestling, in so, a way. So, speaking of Game Changer Wrestling, we had a really... Interesting meet and greet with the one and only the king of this shit, Nick fucking Gage. Yes, we did. <laughs> uh, uh, like I like I was saying on on Big Lee's World, I think uh, Nick Gage kind of enjoyed a little bit of the the Illinois spinach man. a little bit. <laughs> but uh, for for a few meet and greets, I've met, I've done a lot of them. I know you've indulged in meet and greets before. This was. Probably one of my favorites just because how whack it was. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Uh, there was actually a... One, so one of my... Since you bring that up, one of my most interesting meet and greet experiences was actually Mick Foley at StarCast. Because, uh, like, everybody knows that Mick is just one of the biggest class acts in the business. Mm. But uh, during my meet and greet, like, I'm talking to Mick and stuff, just kind of getting my words in, getting my picture so we can get the line moving. Uh, Stone Cold E.T. interrupts. Cuts a promo on Mick Foley. <laughs> that was that. <laughs> and like, there's like a five second silence after that. And like, Mick and I are just kind of looking at each other. And I like, I, like, like, I know, like, I know after that, my time's kind of over now. Yeah. So I'm just like, Mick, thanks for everything you've done for us in the business. He's like, okay, good to see you. But no, it was, it was a fun meeting. Yeah. Uh, there's those meet and greet experiences that are just, uh, like sometimes they're wacky. Sometimes they're, they're good and special. Like, like the Mick Foley one, you kind of like the Nick Gage one. You yeah. Know? That are sometimes wrestlers are just not nice at all. Yeah. That, there are those too, but <laughs> but anyways the next match after that just it was kind of just to kind of get into the show yeah kind of slow things down we had uh we oh uh, by the way roscoe at lisa defeated the skimmer horns yes, forgot to did. mention that uh, haven't done a recap in a while so yeah kinda, so we're kind of get back and kind of kind of a little rusty over here at the four sides podcast we'll admit that uh we had riser defeating tony london 
Oh, this match. I'm kind of excited to talk about this match. Oh, are you? <laughs> uh, you know my thoughts. I was going to say, we know your thoughts. Uh, Let's keep this PG, like even to... though you dropped the F-bomb. I mean, already. I've already dropped it once. <laughs> uh, Tony, I like him a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. He came in against uh, wannabe Brock Lesnar. Oh, wow. I mean, let's be honest here. He's got the blonde hair. He's jacked. And he's suplexing. He put the poor man to the ground with so many suplexes. And then yeah. he rolls out, what, mid through the match? And he walks over. This guy's trying to hand him a key, like a keyboard from a computer. Those guys actually traveled. So those guys, I actually talked to them a little bit after the show. I don't remember their names, but they actually traveled from Chicago for this oh, show. Oh, that's so actually really cool. That's awesome to see how far people are traveling for the end of Fight on the Ground. Mm. And... And he's like, I don't remember the exact phrase he says. Or he's like, weapons aren't real wrestling or something like so, that. Yeah, he said something in the in the context of that. And he pissed those two guys off. They were destroying this roasting him for a good ten minutes. And so, you know, the match was the typical... I mean, Tony, Tony's a tiny guy. Slim. Yeah. Against this jacked guy. And Riser was throwing him around. You yeah. know, Tony had his burst of energy, and he almost got it done, and then he just wanted to be Brock Lesnar and got the dub. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a good showing by Tony. Uh, he's obviously... he's I was impressed by Tony. He's obviously got a little bit of work to do I mean, in yeah. his career and stuff. He's new. He is. But, you know, I was really... I was impressed by Tony. Um Riser kind of made me a little salty by the whole weapons comment and stuff. Yeah, but, you know, I mean... And I, I know I said F Riser in the Big Lee's world. I guess I'm, we're trying to get that over as the new FTR, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, if Riser comes back to NFI, I'd like for them to kind of make him a heel. Yeah. Because I, I think he could put, like... Like, as a, as a face, I think he... I don't know. I just think he'd be a he's, better heel. I'll say this. He's a bland face. Yeah. I You said it, not me. I was going <laughs> to say that. But, I mean, yeah. Riser, if, if if you want to fight in the parking lot, I'll take Caleb's spot. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Riser's good. In the I mean, Riser's good. Don't yeah, get he it is wrong. Good. He is good. You know, and I just... Well, I mean, once you see Brock Lesnar suplex every guy and then somebody else does it, it's just bland. Fair enough. So next match is one that I'm actually really excited to talk about. Uh, we had uh, Satu Jin. Oh. Our, and our fight on the grounds, Majin Buu. Majin Buu! I marked out for that oh, so same. much, dude. You marked out the whole freaking show, yeah. dude. Like, that there... show has probably, I'll honestly say it, probably one of the best shows I've ever been to uh, in my top five shows top I've ever five. been to. That's it? Top five? Not yep. top three? It's a close four. Ooh, okay. It's a close four. All right. Uh, I I mean, this is just my first, like, weapons death match. I don't really know. Yeah, this was this was kind of your first experience with, uh, with like, the really, yeah. really bloody stuff that we'll get to. And then, so we had Satu Jin versus our favorite sad boy, Anakin, Anakin Murphy. Murphy. Shout out to you, Anakin. Absolutely. I love Anakin. I love talking to him during the year missions and <laughs> shows and stuff. Talked to him a little bit up at Zero One. So uh, we're trying to get him on. Well, we're going to be getting him on the, the Four Sides podcast here soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I, it was a traditional big, uh, it was kind of like the last match, but Satu Jin is definitely bigger than Anakin Murphy. Anakin Murphy, our favorite sad boy, is 
basically a twig like I am. And, you know, they were, it was a good clash. And, you know, it wasn't that typical squash match. Right. They worked, I think these two worked pretty well together. They did. They played off each they, other's size. Yeah, they played off each other's size and each other's character. And, you know, they were just, just going at each other. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, Anakin got the win, of course. Yes, yes, he uh, did. Anakin came out to probably one of the biggest pops of the night besides uh, besides New Jack, of course. Yeah. So uh, I could see him being the big fan favorite at Anna Fight. Mm-hmm. Um, Satu Jin, though, uh, he's been putting in quite a bit of work lately. He's been uh, on the ICW shows. Yep. Uh, I, think, I think before we re- started recording, I seen a picture where he's supposed to be taking on Reed Bentley. That'd be good. Yeah, that'd be a really good match. Uh, next match was Madman Pondo was supposed to be taken on New Jack, but stuff happened. Go listen to the Big Lee's World for to hear more yep. about that. But uh, anyways, Madman Pondo ended up taking on Bull Bronson. Okay. Um, my take on this match, you know, this was the first hardcore match for Anna Fight. This is when they really were introducing the weapons. You know, Pondo's a veteran of our sport. Pondo spent so many years in. Mm-hmm. Uh, very kind man. Uh, Bull, Bunch, uh, Bull Brunson, is that how you said? Bull Bronson. Okay. Uh, never seen him fight. That was my first night of knowing who he was, and he came out, and, you know, he came out with a new jack at the start of the match. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was it was good. There was a lot of nice hardcore spots in there. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite hardcore spot in that match? Uh, I think it was the one that, uh, I don't remember if it was a fork or what it was, but, uh, he busted Bronson open with it, mm-hmm. and that got the first holy the holy of the night, yep. yeah. Or the cinder block. Oh, oh <laughs> that, man, that spot was... made me cringe, Ooh. bro. Uh, uh, I guess you could say it was a real ball buster. Wow. <laughs> wow. So yeah, this match this match was pretty short. Well, it, it, it was short but sweet. You it know? was short but sweet. You know, like I was telling Lee, it was kind of like a it's kind of like a Brock Lesnar Goldberg scenario. Yeah, with, with a lot a lot more blood with, with and violence. More, I mean, with Goldberg, there's always gonna be blood because he hits his head on the door. I mean, let's face it, like Madman Pondo doesn't need to be in a 15 minute match. No, Pondo was put too much. Too, no, I'm gonna say too much time in probably. Yeah, him being in a 10 minute match would be questionable. I I think. And as long as Pondo knows his limits, let oh yeah, what he wants. I mean, Pondo knows what what Pondo is there to do. What he does best, you know, and it's hardcore stuff. And like, like I said, you don't need to. He doesn't need to have a. He doesn't need to have a 10 minute or 15 minute match. Yeah. Uh, Dave Meltzer is gonna give six stars. I mean. Yeah. Um, and people were popping for New Jack at ringside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody got into New Jack. Yes, they did. Uh, New Jack cut some promos and stuff, cut like he usually does. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, so after that, kind of the intermission, um, <laughs> we kind of go around and just make our rounds with everybody. We talk to Anakin and John Wayne Murdoch. Oh, I'm excited to talk about that match. I absolutely mm. love John Wayne Murdoch. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, but first, we have to talk about the first match that came after intermission. Frank Tell Murray defeats Cole James. And I really don't know a lot about these two, honestly. Neither do I. I know uh, I know Big Rob Leach, shout out to Rob, uh, mm-hmm. was in the corner of Frank Tell. So I guess that's his guy. I guess. I, to be honest, don't really remember this match much. 
Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I do remember after the match, like, like I'm looking at the card on Cage Match right now, and it mm-hmm. says it, it was a 54-second match. That's why I don't remember it. Okay, but, I, but, <laughs> what, but what I do remember is uh, Bull Bronson coming out and attacking both Okay, I do remember that. And uh, he called out Pondo, and he wants to fight him at the next show. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Jack got on the mic and said if Anna Fight wants to bring him back, that he'll come back and be in Pondo's corner or fight with Pondo, whatever. Oh, yeah. But that's probably not going to happen. Uh, again, listen to Big League yeah, World. I... Shout so, out to you, Lee. Yeah, so now we have John Wayne Murdoch versus Graham Bell. So Match of the night. Match of the night, I'm going to say. Uh, you know, they get in there slugfest. Slugfest. And, I mean... I don't really remember the spot that took them outside, but once it was outside, holy hell, they tore the house down. They were going everywhere. They were using everything from gusset plates. Oh. That uh, <laughs> Murdoch's favorite. Shout out to Bob Young for bringing them. Yeah. They used everything from gusset plates to jalapeno or what kind of peppers? Habaneros. Habanero oh. peppers. To... Which that was one. <laughs> I enjoyed that spot, Grand Belly, and I was putting the habanero juice in Murdoch's eyes. That was crazy. Uh, and then they used the pumpkins, of course. The pumpkins, the you pumpkins know, festive. Were, yeah, it was, uh, it was Halloween. It was around Halloween. So. The, I, Grand Bell, if you're listening, John Wayne Murdoch was just trying to give you some Hawaiian punch, and then you rejected it. Come on, bro. That was a good flavor Hawaiian punch. Yeah, that, I forgot about the Hawaiian punch. Uh, when, my, <laughs> when uh, shout out to the Big Nasty when his chair broke as oh, Murdoch yeah. tried to say Grand Bell. Rest in, rest in peace, the Big Nasty chair. Rest in peace. Uh... Graham Bell, uh, a little too much, too much into his gimmick at one point, which made me laugh a lot. He tried to rocket launch us. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, the one thing I was disappointed about, like if you ever go up to like St. Louis Anarchy or another show, um, Graham Bell actually like there's like a flash that comes out of the bazooka whenever he shoots it off. Mm-hmm. This time there wasn't. I think it was just because of the the building guidelines. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, Graham Bell's a very talented dude. I've been following him for a couple years now. Uh, him and... I don't remember the tag team partner's name, but they got a team called the Diamond Dogs. Mm-hmm. They're a good team. I see them up at Anarchy a lot. See, this match, it was just like... It was from where I was sitting front row. Like, Murdoch took me and Paul's chair and set Graham Bell down. It was kind of a gusset plate, like, mm-hmm. match off, and Graham Bell wasn't having it. Um... You know, they took it over to the pumpkins, the barbed wire pumpkins, the Papa John's pizza sign. <laughs> some there was some there was some very crafty weapons, I'll say. Yeah. Thing about John Wayne is like he can he can make any death match or he can. Look look unique. Yeah. Uh I enjoyed the finish of the match a lot too. Uh, Murdoch, I don't know what he calls the move. I don't know if that's his finisher or his when he hit them off, hit him off the chair with that brainbuster-ish mm. move. But I like it was matching the night for me. Yeah, definitely. I say I say John Wayne Murdoch's John Wayne Murdoch. I can talk. I swear. I say his finisher is probably whatever he wants it to be. You know, I mean, yeah. rather it be brainbuster on a chair or. A gusset plate to the head. Yeah. Or that crazy 
I don't know if you've seen this clip, him hitting the Canadian destroyer off that like ledge into all those light tubes. Oh, I did see that. That was insane. Oh my god. Uh, speaking of gifts, have you seen the kind of getting off topic a little bit here, but have you seen the the Sandman gif? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that last like I I was watching the High Spots virtual gimmick table. Yeah. And they were talking about it and I was like, I have not seen that, so I looked it up and I I laughed for probably about ten minutes. I like that is that is some of the craziest shit I've ever seen Sandman do. I think this is highly likely, you know, as we know the promoters of Anna Fight and I tagged them in a post and they were gave me the winky face emoji. I've have requested Gary J, the Robo Ginger, versus John Wayne Murdoch, and it has to be a hardcore match. That that'd be a banger, dude. Because Not gonna lie. I think there's going to have to be an ambulance standby because one of them may die. <laughs> who will it be? I don't know. For people who don't know Gary J, you're going to take a look at him and be like, oh, he's just, a, he's just a twig. This boy can fight. Yes, he can. I mean, he survived Nick Gage. He did survive Nick Gage. His chops are one of the loudest chops I've ever Actually, heard. let me take that back. He survived Nick Gage twice. Once at Anarchy, once at Freelance. I think it was Freelance. It may have been, it may have been Black Label. I don't remember. But anyways, uh, the next match was, before we get to the main event, it was, uh, let me try to say this name right. <laughs> it's been a little bit. Ray Waddell defeats Stonewall. And you know, I think this was a good match to, after the John Wayne Murdoch Grand yeah. Bell match. Just to kind of get people a chance, not to not just rest, but see a good match and kind of get into it. Uh, I think these two guys... Played off the crowd very well. Oh, very well. Uh, Stonewall <laughs> and how he played off the crowd. Uh, there was a few females sitting up, and he flipped one of them off, and she was like all in his face, and he played off that chick all night during his match. Uh, good match, back and forth. Yeah, you know? I was. I Stonewall was... played the nice heel mm-hmm. in the aspect. Um, and then Ray was the baby face, mm-hmm. of course. I don't know. I like. I didn't know a lot about these two before, Same. but um, impressive guys. I want to talk about the crazy spot that, which I thought Ray, oh, oh me thinking about it, and just when he hit that uh, Frankensteiner. Oh yeah. And uh, Steven, I cannot think of your last name to save my life, who was sitting behind me and was just marking out with me. I love that dude. Shout out to Steven. Steven, if you're listening, you made my night ten times better, just the interaction me and you. We looked at each other, and we're like, did they just die? Because, I mean, for one, I don't know if you guys were there. If you're not, you have not seen the roof. That roof was <laughs> tiny. Yeah, uh, if you want to watch the replay, uh, go on IWTV and catch that replay. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's an awesome show. Uh, you get to see all the matches, except for the, the pre-show match yep. that we talked about. Because, and you know, they don't air the pre-show matches. And that was just... Uh, I've never seen... I mean, these two light heavyweights doing cruiserweight moves just with a tiny roof. is not a good mixture, but they pulled it off. Oh, yeah. Made it did. look good. Mm-hmm. And then Ray took the dub. Yeah. Um. Also, if you want to... If you're not subscribed to IWTV, you can actually use the code FUANA for a five-day free trial. You can also check out other promotions like Zero One USA, Glory Pro Wrestling, St. Louis Anarchy, and 
some other promotions you probably hear about on the four sides. So let's get to our main event. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I'll take I'll take charge for this one. You do it. So we had Dalton Diamond in a nice old slipknot shirt, just wanna say that. And his partner, Tied, motherfucking blade. Uh, with, I love I love that. I love that I love the ring that that has. <laughs> uh, with Zoe Moore, I believe is her name. Yes, that yes. is Zoe Moore from and Stride Pro Wrestling. Taking on hardcore legend Mickey Knuckles mm-hmm. and Cash fucking Borden. Yep. For one, as we've I've said this many of times, Cash, you have something that I want that I want back for my home promotion. You have. The CCW Heavyweight Championship, which you did deface with the cash symbol. The very, ca- cash championship The cash wrestling. championship wrestling. Very creative. I think I actually might have came up with that, but well, I digress. And, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody was speaking of attire. Cash had a fuck you Dalton shirt. You sure did. <laughs> and, uh, oh. I was standing, like, I was just standing right there by that barbed wire table and, like... Suddenly, uh, Big Lee, right by me, starts chanting, Fuck you, Dalton. <laughs> I love oh, Lee. I love Lee, too. He shows up at the exact <laughs> right times. And there was something I said during the match, and, like, he just casually walked away. Like, <laughs> I, don't remember what, I don't remember what I said, but he just, like... He done walk- gone, pissed Lee off. He walked away in the most casual way ever. Like, he had, like, he actually had to go do something, like... Um, it was it was one of those corny jokes I made probably. You know this match has a story. Yes. What is that story? Dalton Diamond has not. I don't think I don't. He may have ever. I don't think he's ever beat Cash Borden. No, he hasn't. Twelve years going everywhere. Those two, you know, they did a Big Lee's Bull podcast mm-hmm. at Comic Con a few years ago. Yeah. That I sat and listened to and enjoyed. Um. Dalton's never beat Cash. And, you know, Dalton cut a few promos like, I'm going to beat him. I'm going to do it. I'm bringing my insurance policy, tie my motherfucking blade to make sure mm-hmm. that I'm okay, that I'm yeah. going to get the stub. So, you know, high-packed. And this was weapons basically instantly. Oh, yeah. This was, um, like, this was 25 or 30 minutes of just hard, constant hardcore four. action. Uh, You know... I don't think uh, you remember that old photo of John Cena completely covered in blood. Oh, with the during the I Quit match. Yeah, I think Ty Blade tried to recreate that. Yeah, <laughs> through that whole match, uh, you know the fame, infamous or famous fork sticking from his head. The mm-hmm. photo that <laughs> Cash loves very much. Let me tell you what, though, <laughs> like I became a big Ty Blade fan oh, that I, night because mad like, respect. You, you remember. Like, you remember just... Do you remember back to just a second ago, Noah? <laughs> to whenever you you compared Ty Blade bleeding to John Cena bleeding. Yeah. Like, he was bleeding that much, and he was still going... Like, he was completely unfazed by... See, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell the joke that I told you that night. Uh, I, I didn't know who this Ty Blade was, and I called him, like, anorexic Frank Murr with tattoos. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he had those whack... 90s white and pink shorts and I just really didn't care for the guy at the start you know I guess never judge a book by his cover because this man yeah. could fight yeah you see can yes uh, he can Mickey Knuckles brought the 
wiffle ball bat with tacks. I thought Dalton brought that. Was Dalton? I think it was. was I think it was Dalton that brought. That. I think yeah, it was Dalton, and then Mickey got a hold of it. Yeah. Uh, and then that referee got hit oh, by it too. Oh man! Oh, uh, to the ref. I don't know if you'll see this, but mad respect to you for taking that spot. Absolutely. Oh, like you can you can sometimes tell when people are selling. He was not selling. No, nah, he was. That like, boy was in pain. He was bleeding like he was bleeding out the back of his head. We we. He was right in front of us. We yeah, he it. was right in front of me, and it was like I, I wanted to kind of come for him, but I didn't want to get run over by Cash. Right. <laughs> you gotta stay, you gotta stay out of Cash's way, especially after uh, talking so much, uh, so much smack <laughs> about him on here. You see, me and Cash, we're good friends. We poke fun at each other a lot. Give the belt back, Cash. <laughs> and Kayfabe is dead. Kayfabe is dead. Uh, you know, Cash. I I have mad respect for Cash Borden. Oh, me too. From the first time I saw him at Stride, you know, one, his merch game is great. The cash raised on dope money shirt on mm. the parody of the dare. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. Cash is just, cash is just cash. He There's is. not a way to explain cash boarding. Uh, and he brought his style that I wanted to see forever. You know, at Stride, we really didn't get to see much of his hardcore style with him and Red Daniels. Well, that's Stride too. I mean, that is Stride. We see cash wrestle three times that night. At Stride. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed this match. Second match of the night for me. You know, uh, it was just fast pace, just weapons. Everywhere you looked, they were they were going all around the arena. Yep. Uh, weapons, barbed wire. Uh, don't put cash at the barbed wire table that you talked about. Mm -hmm. Um, the thumb, thumbtack bat. Uh, any. Weapons that you like from that match? Uh, well, like you said, the thumbtack, like the thumbtacks like, in general, mm -hmm. I think. Um, and the barbed wire table definitely was. And yeah, Zoe had that big old bag of thumbtacks. Mm -hmm. yeah. Missed opportunity to you use know, Caleb's salt tacks. You know, uh, like whenever I first saw Zoe at Stride, I thought she was just like this sweet, innocent little girl. <laughs> But, but seeing her with Dalton, seeing her have all those thumbtacks, it's like, oh. oh my god, it's like seeing a completely different side. Like, it was it was a never-ending stream of thumbtacks for a second, you're just like, oh my. Yeah, Let, let's go back to, let's go back to that ref bump. Um, oh! So, uh, Ty, I think, is actually covering Cash, or is Mickey, I don't remember which one, but... Uh, I, like, I remember most of the match, I just don't remember, like... Yeah, moment. Like, yeah. I remember the ref hurt. Poor but uh, but Dalton hits the referee, and that kind of causes a fight between Ty and Dalton. And Dalton wants to be the one to beat Cash, yes. not Ty. Yeah. And Ty's like, I had this, I had this one. I had this fucking match won. He's got such a great <laughs> accent too. <laughs> but you know, because uh, like like Big Lee said, um, maybe if. Maybe if Dalton hadn't done that, like, they would have won the match. And, I mean, it's not Dalton pinning Cash, but Dalton would have a win over Cash, you know? See, that's my thing, you know? In the moment, Ty was right. He said, I had that motherfucker beat. And which he did. He put him through a table. You know, Cash was already exhausted from being drugged through attacks with, I think, Sharpshooter. I think that's what Dalton had applied when he had him through the attacks. Yeah, it was a Sharpshooter. Or and, a Boston you know, Crab, I don't it's remember. one of them. And then... 
rolls reverse. Cash had a submission on Dalton, but for Cash in the match, it wore Cash down, and then Ty Blade, you know, putting him through the table. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's an easy. Mickey Knuckles was down. Yeah. Like Dalton, you're you're a great wrestler, but at that moment, it's kind of dumb. I it's been twelve twelve years. Twelve years of your wrestling career, and you had the moment to say, "Ha, I got a win over Cash Borden." Yeah. Why, like, why throw away? Why be selfish just to get the pin? Well, I mean, he wanted to be the one to get the I, to get the pin. I mean, yeah, but I would I would rather just take the win over the person than get the pin and risking the match. Sure, and you know, like I I kind of think Dalton kind of screwed himself too, kind of like, uh, kind of like Lee said that as well. Don't screw Dalton, not Ty screw Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's go to the finish. Uh, Cash and Mickey are kind of outside beating up. Dalton's in the ring. He demands that Cash gets back in the ring. And then Dalton kind of goes off and he's like, I'll fight anybody. I'll blah, fight blah. anybody. And then <laughs> you don't, you do not call anybody out when a certain king of this shit is in the building. Gang affiliated. Gang affiliated. Eastern Block Hate Club. MDK all fucking day. day. The king of this shit, Nick fucking Gage. Yeah, he was and on. Com- know, he was on commentary. Com- oh, the commentary is so great. Yeah, let's go watch the replay. Uh, he was on commentary, but you know he kind of took that personally. And did he- his music hit? Yes, it did. Okay, because I don't. Re- I I remember this whole thing. I didn't know his music. Yeah, me, hit. me, you, and Steven were marking. Oh out. yeah, we were marking out, and you know. If you've never seen Nick Gage live, and Bob Young, if you've never seen Nick Gage live, you're missing something. Uh, Nick, for one, heal soon, heal fast. Yes. Hope everything's okay, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Nick Gage is now, and we, I got a little bit of taste of this at Cape when I saw him. And you know, Nick Gage comes to his fans and his gang members, and he pushes and shoves. You know, getting both of them riled up, and he walks over. He's shoving, you shoving, and we were shoving each other. One of my favorite moments of the night is me and Nick Gage just shoving match. And he's like, you ready, motherfucker? And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready, motherfucker. Let's go. And he rolled in. And, you know, Zoe kind of stepped in front of Dalton. Or Dalton pulled Zoe in. And Nick Gage was like, you better move her before I take both of you down. Yeah. She got out of there. She Smart, Zoe. You do yeah. not want to be in the ring with Nick Gage. Ask J.J. Walker. Not yeah. want to be in the ring with Nick Gage. Yeah, you definitely didn't get the full Nick Gage experience at CCW. Oh, no. Uh, also, since you brought up the shoving match that you guys had, uh, let's go back to Steven. Uh, before, kind of before we knew him and stuff, uh, he was actually... He actually kind of had his own MDK crew over there. Like, it was just him and, like, Nick... Like, you can go watch the replay yeah. of Super Show 4 on Fight TV. Um... But you see one guy over there. You see one guy. Steven, I wish you would just came over to join us. Yeah, well, he knows for next time. Yes, he does. Um, I do want to talk about, uh, we were talking about New Jack earlier. Uh, I was actually in the ring with New Jack. Dude, you don't, don't ever do that again, all right? Yeah, understandable, but can't really tell New Jack no. Especially in the heat fair. of the moment. Very like, fair. Like, like, Caleb, would you tell New Jack no? <laughs> no, I mean it, it would probably. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. I in wouldn't. all respect to New Jack, it was, it was a good moment. I was ready to run like the Flash at any moment. I am very. 
key like i am very like my friends call me spider-man because i'm really good at my reflexes i'm really aware to everything i was just not wanting to tell new jack no and i, I wanted I, I was trying to offer paul to go you know paul hester's a big new jack mark mm. and paul was just well he, he picked you because you're a kid yeah he picked me because i'm a kid <laughs> no offense but you know it was just weird moment I'll yeah say. like my heart like whenever i seen you get in there with him like my heart just instantly started beating because i mean like, as long as you don't disrespect new jack yeah he ain't gonna be mad yeah sure sure and you know i'm i didn't disrespect new jack when i met him he was chill we talked yeah and it was it was good yeah so overall uh and fight underground was a very successful Faces. show um and I guess let's move on to the card. Yeah, the I can't. Show. I can't look for. Well, I I can look forward. And I do look forward to the next show. That's going to be the Vision. Um, it was originally supposed to be on December seventeenth, but uh, because of COVID <sighs> and everything, yeah, I know. You know, um, coronavirus as a person, I would kick him in the dick a few times. Yeah, yeah, me too. But um, the show's been postponed till uh, February. February, I think the, the, date date, to be the date's going to be announced. Like, I think they're going to announce it tomorrow. We're actually recording on Friday night, by yep. the way. But, uh, yeah, just kind of be on the lookout for that day. Uh, you can go like NFI Underground's Facebook page. Uh, I don't have their Twitter and Instagram handles right now. Oh, yeah, still kind of, still kind of getting back into the podcasting thing. But, you know, assuming that these matches do happen, which I think they still will, I have faith. Um, if they, if there's any chance, if there's any changes, we may come back and do another episode. Yep. But card uh, always subject. to Card change. is very subject to change at this Caleb point. Caleb has learned that. Yes, I have. Um. Well, there's going to be a, a necro butcher meet and greet yep. apparently. Well, assuming that they still have him for the February show, um, so. Excited to meet Necro Butcher. He's a, another hardcore wrestling legend. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some matches. Um, we got Reed Bentley taking on Alex Herzog. I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, uh, Herzog, I've never heard of. I don't think so. Uh, he's in the. Well, he was one half of the. Well, not one half. I keep forgetting there's three members of it, but he's part of the Viking War Party. Okay, I have yeah, heard of him. Yeah, that's Herzog. That was when I was at zero one, and him, Warhorse, and the other. Yeah, guy he's the guy, he's the he's the guy that wasn't uh he wasn't wearing the shoes. Oh, okay, so that's that guy. This dude, speaking of chops, hits a amazing chop. Like, yeah, he's oh. a he's a hard hitter. He's a hard hitter, and that's why I'm taking him to win this match. This boy is going to tear shit up um i'm actually gonna go with reed bentley on this one because uh of course reed bentley and john wayne murdoch are the rejects mm-hmm. some oh i hear dogs barking i thought somebody was screaming outside for a second I was, like, I was like is new jack here <laughs> oh, but uh was good uh seeing the rejects down at uh gcw in nashville uh, a year and a half ago that was that's probably one of the most bloodiest matches i've seen to date and uh, Reed Bentley's a badass. Yes, he John is. John Wayne Murdoch's a badass. I'm excited to see Reed Bentley. And, you know, it's going to be close. I think Herzog's just going to get the win tonight, that night. Yeah, well, I think Reed Bentley's going to get the win. Fair. But, you know, at some point, 
because Anna Fight just has so much potential. Uh, I want to see the rejects together at Anna Fight Underground. If we're talking about matches, and I've already done one Murdoch match. I'm a Murdoch Mark. Walker Hayes, who's been on the show before, yeah. our good friend. Shout out to Walker and, Hayes. And I put this out on Facebook, too, and they're both agreeing to it. We just need a booker. Oh, yeah. Walker Hayes, John Wade Murdoch, deathmatch. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Uh, this match is going to be crazy, too. Biggest match of his life, Anakin Murphy takes on the stiff robo-ginger, Ginger. Gary fucking J. You know, I've, I've said a lot. Never bet against Anakin Murphy. Unless the person he's facing is Gary J. Because Gary J is a different breed. Yeah. Gary J is one of the hardest hitting motherfuckers in pro wrestling. Probably the hardest hitting motherfucker. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, you know. And Gary is obviously a lot more experienced than Anakin. Oh, yes. I think this is going to be a good showing for Anakin, but uh, I think Gary's going to win just because the. He's a hard yeah, hitter. Yeah, I'm not and... going to say squash match because no, Anakin, is, this... Anakin is great. Anakin's going to get it. This has the potential to be a match of the night that isn't a hardcore match. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, and I think, you know, this gonna be it's going to be good. Gary J is just so... He, he's better. He's one of the best. He's one of the best. Right unsigned now. wrestlers, unsigned, yes. probably. Unsigned and don't care. He does not care. Yep. Uh, glad Gary's okay after his battle with COVID. Yes. He kicked COVID's ass. He sure did. Congratulations, Gary. So what's the next match we next got Next match we have is the Exposed Corners Texas oh. Burrow oh. match. John Wayne Murdoch, Murdoch taking on Ty motherfucking Blade. This is going to be, I'm calling it, match of the fucking night. Yes, I agree. It Exposed Turnbuckles Texas... Exposed Corners Texas Bull Rope well, Death Match. That's a mouthful. Yes, but it works. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Oh. I'm going with I'm going with Murdoch on this. Oh, one. I am. I love Ty. You know, this kid can he could take a lot. <laughs> From we've seen the first show, he looked like he was the bloodiest motherfucker all night. Uh, Murdoch is well, Death Match Wrestler of the Year. Yeah, and when you're Death Match Wrestler of the Year and it's a Death Match. You got the advantage for one. Murdoch is the heavier striker out of these two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I don't. I think Murdoch's more experienced. I don't know who is because I think Ty is actually. I mean, is, Murdoch's kind. I think Murdoch's been on a bigger stage, but I think Ty may actually have the. I don't know. Ty kind of walked away from for a little bit from mm-hmm. what I heard from Lee. Yep. But uh, this is going to be matching the night. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, Murdoch. If you're listening, I have a weapon crafted for you. Ooh, yes. A steel chair. Covered in thumbtacks. Ooh. And for the top, I'm going to do the plates that he likes. Oh, the gusset plates. The gusset plates oh. and the seat full of thumbtacks. Mmm. That's oh. going to be real. Uh, another reason I'm going with Murdoch is because uh, it's looking like he may be returned to Anify on the ground as a regular. And if he does, I hope. with his star power and stuff, I think he just needs to be on a winning streak. That, and I'm going to say... I think he's going to be front-runner for the belt whenever the belt's introduced. Yeah, if they introduce a belt. If they introduce a belt. They we, we haven't gotten that far yet. Maybe. Maybe. You know, Cash isn't technically the holder. Yeah. He can fight Cash for the belt and then give it back to me. Sure. Cash. Or maybe. Or, or maybe if, or maybe if, Murdoch takes it. If he feels like it. Maybe. If Cash feels like it, he'll give it back to you. 
Uh, next match is the rematch between Roscoe Lisa and the Skimmerhorns. You know, it's going to be a good match. We've seen it. We've seen it once, and I think nothing's going to change. I don't think the Skimmerhorns are going to come out on top. I think Roscoe Lisa. You know, they actually have time to prepare. You know, they're very crafty dudes. Zach and Mikey, they just they blend so well, and it's amazing. How are these guys not signed is a question that I don't know, but they're just good, and right now they're better than the Skim Horns, and they're going to stay that way. Yeah. Going to go 2-0 against them. Yeah, I might get a little heat from the uh, the Anna Fight on the Ground Booker for this, but I'm actually going to go with the Skim Horns. I think it's going to be a 1-1 one, one one on one. each side, and they're going to eventually have a rubber match. Ooh. But yeah, it's going to be just as good as the last match they had. Yeah. Um, these aren't matches, but uh, just announcing that Dalton Diamond and Zoe Moore will be in the house, and so will Cash Borden. So I, it's they're probably going to be kind of addressing what happened at yeah. the last show and stuff. And you know, who knows what's going to happen with that? I mean, if a fight's going to break out, if a challenge is going to be made, anything could happen. Didn't Nick Gage kind of want to match with Dalton Diamond? Yeah, I mean, whenever he gets whenever, better, whenever I think Nick Gage tore an ACL. Yeah, it's it's gonna take it's gonna take, take a year. while longer. ACL is a really hard injury to come yeah. back. Yeah, and he got hurt after his uh, he got hurt kind of after his match with uh, Ricky. Yep, right. That was back in last year around February or March. Mm-hmm. And addressing the cash thing, I'll address cash. You know what I want, cash. I've said it multiple times during this podcast. I just want the belt back, and I'll make this statement. You know, I like to poke fun at cash for stealing our belt. Cash likes to poke fun at me. I think there's only one way CCW gets his belt back. And he told them. Motherfuckers come over the river, cross the river. Jackson Crowley, I know you're listening. I think it's time to go back and get what's ours. You know, CCW hasn't had a show, you know. Didn't want to run during this whole big ramp of COVID. Very understandable. We need to get the belt back. And the only way to do that I think, because Cash isn't going to give it to me. No. And many times that I can say it on this podcast, Cash will not give it to me. The Crowleys have got to go get it. Yeah, but the the question is, do they feel like coming up to Anna, Illinois on a Thursday night? They're going to have to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Cash is at CCW, too. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, they could... And you know, the thing about the Crowleys is that we have never seen the true side of what I believe they can be. May it just be Jackson Crowley. May he bring Otis with him. Yeah. And I've always said I want a heel Jackson Crowley. And, you know, him coming in, he's not going to be a heel, but he's probably going to use more heelish tactics. Yeah. Something I've wanted to see for the past three years. Yeah. Um, We've got Billy Starks issuing an open challenge. I don't think you've ever seen her... In person. I've never seen her in person. Isn't she undefeated? Uh, I wouldn't say undefeated. But I know the Cobra beer up at Zero One. Oh. We loves the Cobra very the much. The Cobra. Uh, yes. We love the Cobra. Oh, yes. We loves the Cobra we very much. Cobras. Yes. Um, but uh, Billy Starks has been going yeah. pretty much everywhere. Yeah, that's true. Every indie promotion you can think of that uh, doesn't require you to be 18. Yep. Uh, Billy Starks has probably been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, excited to have her coming in to Anna Fight on the Ground. Uh, not going to say who I think the open challenge is going to be answered by because I don't want to get that far yet. But yep. uh, next match, uh, rather, this is going to be a Hall of 
it's probably not going to be a holiday horrors death match since it's not going to be around Christmas. Yeah. But, uh, they may change it to like hey. a, a Valentine's Day death match or Maybe. something. Uh, but anyways, we got Graham Bell taking on Mickey Knuckles. And if anybody should ever fear somebody, Graham Bell should fear Mickey Knuckles. Yeah. Uh, Graham Bell, great. Great performance against John Waymer. Like, come, came up short. Uh, Mickey Knuckles going to tear into this kid. And I got, I've got Mickey, you know, hardcore legend of this industry, and she just she knows deathmatch better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I might go with Mickey too for that reason. Uh, nothing against Graham; he's a great guy. Um, but you know, I mean, it's going to be a great match. Yeah, sometimes you just can't get the job done. Ultimate winner is going to be the fans. Oh, truth. So next we got Big Beef. Big Beef! Taking on the Death Samurai. Oh. Akira. I have never seen Akira before. I, I mean, I've seen his matches. Yeah. But I've never seen him live. Right, me neither. And how excited I am to see this guy. Yes. You know, I love Beef. Oh, yeah, this is... Beef is an awesome person. He is. I love Beef. Shout out to you, Beef. But just the way from seeing clips of Akira and... He reminds me of Onita a little bit. Yeah. I get yeah. Onita vibes from him. Yeah. Oh, man. Too. You don't know. This is off subject. If they would ever bring in Onita, I oh. would cry. I love Onita. They need to have the Onita meet and greet oh. for whatever show comes after this. I think Matt Schumann called him out for years. Finally got him to America. Mm. Love Onita. Yeah. But besides that, I'm going to go with Kira. Yeah. Uh, I love beef, like I've said. And beef... But his name is a big beefy boy. Mm-hmm. And he's going to use his weight. He's going to have to. But I just don't think he's going to get it done. Yeah, I think... This uh, is a death match, right? Uh, well, I think all the matches are actually no disqualification, but they're not all death matches. I Well, I mean, it's, it's Akira, so he's going to break my bed. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what's going to give Akira the edge to, oh, get, yeah. the, he's, to he's get the W. More, He's more death match. He knows how to use weapons better. Yeah. Uh, we got us a big scramble match. Oh, scrambles. We got, oh yeah, I love scrambles. We love scrambles. We love, the Glory Pro scrambles is where we've originated our love for, at least for me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Uh, we got Tony London taking on Jack Griffin, or you may know him better as Riley McGuire. Yep. Uh, He's changed his name, though. Yep. Uh, we also got Satu Jin making his return. Satu Jin! Uh, against ZDP, who I have no, I don't know about him, uh. Sean Campbell, another guy I don't know about. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about scrambles is you, you get these you out people. You, you don't get know. these guys you don't really know a lot about, and you learn about them. And it's yeah. like, um, anyways, we also got Zay Washington making his debut, mm-hmm. and also uh, four sides alumni. Guess uh, alumni, yeah. Well, we might have him back. Yeah. Uh, problem child, Aaron Roberts. I'm gonna say it. I usually don't vet against my home people. I'm not going to do it. Zay, amazing. But from what we've seen at the last CCW show, what Aaron, the problem child Aaron Roberts can do, holy shit. Uh, I'll tell you this one. I've seen King's Court for the first time. They were okay. I, you know, yeah. kind of a, I don't know. T- wrestling, tag team wrestling, CCW became very bland for me for a very long time. You know, um, the King's Court, like Addison and Gage are... Well, Aaron, mm-hmm. it's been months. I need to quit calling them Gage. But, like, 
they're both fast dudes. Like they big are. big guys that can do fast stuff. And you know, as a tag team, they were good, but like as singles competitors, we're starting to see more of this. Aaron and... is a better singles compare competitor competitor, and I'll say it from what we saw when he was facing Hollis Jarreau. Like, you know, I don't bet against Hollis Jarreau much. I didn't do it on the podcast scene when he was going against him. Aaron changed my mind in that match with Hollis. Yeah, and you know, uh, we'll kind of talk about CCW kind of whenever we get some more uh, direction on that, but uh, I'd like to make a side note and say I've never seen anybody take Hollis Jarrell to the limit like that. And you know, Hollis... Not, not even Brandon Barbwire no, did. No, and, and I, I would like to get Hollis on if we can to talk about this match. What do you think? Because I've never seen Hollis Jarrell gassed. <laughs> right. Ladies and gentlemen, when I mean gassed, he was like in a fifth round of MMA fight, and he was just getting the shit beat out of him. Yeah, I mean that's you, how gassed Hollister was. I mean, you got a big guy like Aaron throwing you around. Oh constantly yeah, and, and I mean like... Aaron was, I, no, his purpose Aaron wasn't doing flippy shit, but Aaron was up in the air, just oh, jumping yeah. around. He was second rope. I mean, he did get to the top sometimes and go. And if you're Hollister, you underestimated your opponent. You walked in thinking, "Oh, this kid's just gonna throw his weight around," and I know how to deal with that. Yeah, he did not expect the cannonball that was Aaron Roberts, and I, I'm blown away by him. Yeah, so one is, of my favorite so, stars. So is that who you're going for? Oh, I am hella going for him. He's going to win that scramble. All right. If we do not get a problem child, Aaron Roberts, Satu Jin stare off. I mean, gotta those, be mad. I mean, those are two of the biggest guys in the match, so we almost have to like it's like it's a mandatory. mini hoss fight in the middle of the scramble. Like I wouldn't even call that a mini hoss fight. That's a hoss. Oh, fight but that's a hoss fight. Hell, half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Jack Griffin because like I know what he's capable of. Jack I, is an amazing performer. I love Jack. He's gotten so much better over the past couple years since we first seen him. When we over, first saw uh, him when he was Riley, you know, like he was good, but was good. You, you could tell he was. It, it was new. He was trying to find his place, you know? and he has. And yeah. Well, I'm ex- I'm excited for the scramble. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people sleep on Jack, too. I haven't, haven't been at a show with a scramble in a while. I miss it. Yes, I miss my... Well, we they had a scramble at CCW. They did? Uh, the Proving Grounds. Yeah, the Proving yeah. Grounds. But we'll talk, we'll talk about CCW another time. Uh, yep. I think this is the main event of the night is uh, the Barbed Wire Boards death match. The rematch, actually, between... Between... Between. I'm Daniel Trump. Between... You were great... Tremendously fun. Yes. Uh, we got Bull Bronson taking on Madman Pondo. Okay. You know, we had this match. Uh, I, no shade to the booking, I don't want this to be a main event. I think this could be segment to the Murdoch match. I think Murdoch and Ty motherfucking Blade should main event in their awesome exposed turnbuckles death match. Yeah, well, I'm not 100% sure this is the main event. This is oh, just the last the, match. Just we the last match on the card. Yeah, the last one we have okay. to talk about. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, for, uh, for me, Barbara, and, you know, the the first match was only, what, 10 minutes? Not even that. The fir- their first encounter was, like, five minutes. Five minutes, yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't, I don't see this match going... I think it, it could go 11 minutes. Yeah, maybe. a little longer... Uh, I think Bull's going to get the win kind of for the yeah. the main reason why I picked the Skimming Horns over Roscoe and Lisa. It's just the story development of yeah. 
just kind of having a rubber match between them. I mean, it's just, it's just how yeah. it is. Like that's just good business, I think. From a yeah. bi- from a business. I mean, like, from a business standpoint, yeah. Have I ever told you I got a I got an associates in business? I think you said once. Okay. And I know this is off topic, but since this just happened, it's big in wrestling news. Caleb, what is your thoughts on the Wednesday Dynamite? Oh my God, dude! First, so. first we have, you know, Cody and Darby gets the win, and and then, and then the video package goes up, and I'm like, ooh, who is this? You know, mother fucking the icon. Uh... The icon Sting, <laughs> and you know, good shirt, fastest selling shirt in pro wrestling tees. Yes, congratulations, congratulations, for that. Sting. Yeah, he did it in under twenty four hours. Um, walks I mean, I mean, in the ring. It, it's Sting. Dude. Yeah, stares down Arn Anderson, stares down Cody, and a moment that gave me chills. Stared down my favorite wrestler right now, Darby Allen. Yeah, and you know, oh, oh, and you know, oh. uh, if they do this, Cody versus Sting, that's going to be a big money match. I, I read somewhere I don't think Sting's going to wrestle, which is kind of sad. Yeah. But I think if he's ever going to do one more match, if he's ever going to do one more match, it's got to be against Darby. I'd say him and Jericho, honestly. Him like, or Chris, too. Like, those are probably two of the biggest WCW guys oh, that yeah. still do it right now, you know? And, you know, if you're on the internet, if you're a wrestling fan, you know, wrestling fans are kind of shitty. Yeah. They're like, well... He's 61. I don't know why. But you WWE people have been calling for him to do a match again for years. Ever since Seth Rollins. Yeah. Seth Rollins, you know, tragically puts the buckle bomb and I guess ends Sting's career. And then the main event was Kenny Omega. And John Moxley. Moxley for the AEW World Championship. And I say I called this match. I called him on Facebook a few hours before. And Kenny Omega did it, and did it in the way of, holy shit, I'm a mark. There's no way you could have predicted what there happened was, There was no that. way you could have predicted what happened after that. But a good match. Uh, one of my favorite spots is when Moxley took the two chairs and set them there, and he goes, I don't I don't know what he said, but he just looked Kenny Omega, and they were just going at each other. And... Yeah, that was... Like, Caleb, I would you like to explain what happened? I haven't, after I haven't got to watch the actual show, but like I watched clips of it and stuff, but... Uh... So Don Callis, Don, who is Don Callis? So Caleb? Don Callis, uh, he is. I don't know exactly what role he has, but he, he has, is vice president, vice president of Impact yes. Wrestling, formerly known as TNA. And you guys may ask, what is he doing there? Tony Khan kindly invited him. You know, yeah, to hang out. What did Don do? Uh, well, he he screwed over John Moxley. He screwed over John Actually, Moxley. Actually, no, 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 no. AEW screwed AEW. John Moxley screwed John Moxley. There you go. Mox screwed Mox. And Don Callis and Kenny Omega are, turn out to be secretly best friends. And just wait till Tuesday night. That's all I got to say. Tune into Impact Wrestling. May it be on X or Twitch. Dot com slash impact wrestling access tv access tv that's yeah, what it's called that's right uh kenny omega on impact wrestling in 2020 to see and you know what I'm, I'm gonna call it i'm gonna call it he's gonna have a good time the yeah. good brothers oh yeah and you know uh i think i've been actually kind of working on some fancy booking i think 
I'm probably gonna have to do a what ifs episode on like what if I book the whole AEW versus Impact angle. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. And now, if you're John Moxley, do you go to Impact? And you know, if you're John Moxley, you have a good friend over in Impact Wrestling by the name of Sammy Callahan. Yes, the Switchblade conspiracy. Oh man, there is. There's and that's and so... that's where I'll leave it. That's where I'm gonna say my final word. There's so much potential that could happen. With that, but uh, back to Anna Fight Underground, like we said, uh, show is being postponed until February. We'll get to, we'll get you a date for that as soon as we get it. Um, and like I said, if there's too many, if there's so many match changes, we may just do another preview we episode will. on it. Um, but for now, if you would like to buy a ticket to this show that's going to take place whenever uh, Anna Fight Underground Division, you can get. Those tickets at fightundergroundanna.square.site. Make sure you go uh, like. Make sure you go like Anna Fight Underground on Facebook, and I'm assuming you just pulled up their. Oh, I am actually pulling up their Twitter right now. Yeah, we weren't. I wasn't really pre- well. I wasn't prepared. No, it was prepared. I wasn't. Doesn't want to load, but it's either. Anna Fight Underground or like Anna Fight on Twitter. Yeah, you know what? I've actually got there. I actually shared that I on Twitter the other day that I nominated uh, Nick Gage confronts Dalton Diamond for the IWTV Moment of the Year, mm-hmm. and they retweeted it, so I could just go on my notes. Yeah. Also, uh, Sergeant Slaughter freaking followed me on Twitter. Nice. So that is that was my big markout moment earlier this week. Any uh, final words, Caleb? I guess. Uh, so the Twitter for Anna Fight oh, yeah. Underground is fight underscore Anna, and I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and assume that's the Instagram too. Yes. Hopefully we'll be more prepared for that next time. Um, I think we're gonna wrap it up there. We did pretty good, I yep. think. Uh, Any final words? Well, our social media. Yeah, 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 we're about to plug our socials. Oh yeah, we gotta always plug our socials. Uh, Four Sides Facebook page uh, at Four Sides IV is the Twitter and the Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at Noah Hudson eight capital N capital H. Oh yeah, um, I share dank memes. Yeah, so go over and follow Noah if you'd like to. I mean, give Noah some love. He he shows up here and he he you know, volunteers have, his time with us. So that's pretty awesome. good time. Freaking awesome, dude. Feels good to be back. It does, man. Uh, make sure you follow us on your select podcast platform, whether that be Spotify, Anchor, or. Whatever, whatever, you whatever we're on now, um, probably the well, not the Apple because yeah, just Apple. I am still. Let's not even get into that. Um, but anyways, Noah, thanks for joining us today. I wanted to wait and do this till you were available. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, man. So um, hope you like the new setup we got here. Too. I we're enjoy using it. A microphone. We got uh-huh. a laptop. Uh, I just showed him my signed Chris Jericho figure. If this sign Chris Jericho figure ends up missing, I tell you guys, it is not me. It is not me. I blame Dalton Anthony. Wow. That's how I'm throwing under the bus. Love you, Dalton, but you have to take the blame for this one, okay? Okay? We'll share the figure. Dalton Anthony's just like Dalton Diamond. Gets no love. <laughs> uh, guys, thanks for joining the Four Sides Podcast. I don't know what we're going to talk about next time. I don't but know. We'll get there when we get Shout there. Shout out to you, Asa. I've missed you a lot.
Oh yeah, Asa. Shout out to you too. Shout out to everybody that listens to yeah. this. And all of our new fans from Zero One. I uh, picked up a picked up a good number of fans from there. So uh, the last episode did pretty decent. So yeah, I'm excited to go there tomorrow. Sad that you're not gonna be able to yeah. join us for that. But uh, me and Big Lee are gonna go up there. That's probably gonna be Ooh. it's probably gonna be the last wrestling show for, of the year for us since oh. for, and it's not gonna be in December anymore. Yeah. But guys. We gotta get out of here. Noah's gotta go play some Dungeons and Dragons. I gotta get gotta some go food. Some peeps. I gotta get some food in my belly because I haven't eaten anything all day except for junk food. Okay. So uh, we'll talk to you guys next time and peace. See ya. Hey guys, before we let you go here, I just wanted to give you the new date for NFI Underground Division. It's gonna be taking place on Thursday, February twenty fifth, two thousand twenty one, and it's still gonna be at Quick Skating Rink. And so far, a Necro Butcher has been confirmed. He will still be doing his meet and greet there. So if you'd like to get some tickets, uh, go to fightundergroundanna.square.site. It would make a great Christmas present for your loved ones. So like I said, just wanted to add that at the end of the episode since we got that info. Uh, we were recording this last week, and I'm kind of late uploading it and stuff. So um, there it is. So... Again, thank you for joining us, and peace.